Hello there. Presented by the Atlas Strength Shop. This is the Atlas Nerds in Iron podcast. With your hosts, Cameron Ray and Tyler Hales. Good evening. Welcome to the Atlas Nerds and Iron Podcast. I am your host, Cameron Ray. This is our co-host, Mr. Tyler Hale. Hey, everybody. All right, so that was actually our second go-around. We got two minutes into this before I hit record. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what's in our glass again. If, you, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, you'll notice that we're not holding our usual beers. Today, we got some whiskey in our glasses. Got a little bit of 1792 bourbon in, uh, in Tyler's glass. And I got some uh, Macallan 12 in mine, so if we're a little bit saucier than normal, mm-hmm. you know why. Uh, so yeah, it's Easter Sunday here in Baton Rouge. We're recording a little late. Uh, hope everybody had a good Easter. Tyler, what'd you get into this weekend? Um, yeah, well, I mean, we, the family went up to North Louisiana, spent, you know, spent some time with family, mm-hmm. hunted eggs. Um, I've got Easter beaties now. You have what? Easter beaties. Okay. Like diabetes, but with Reese's eggs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have a little bit. I just of made that up. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know uh, my grandmother made brownies. We had some ice cream with that, Ooh. and my stepmom had this really good uh, banana pudding she made. Oh man! And I definitely feel it on my stomach right now. We had one of those spiral hams. You know the hams that they oh, that, that they, they spiral cut. Yeah, they spiral cut, and you can just eat them on, eat them forever. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you? Did you eat a ham forever? Forever ham. Is there yeah. any left? No. <sighs> Forever, all right. man. All right, so let's talk about our sponsors. Uh, first and foremost, our number one sponsor, the very first person that believed in this podcast, other than the two people sitting in this room right now. Hell, he may have even beat me to the punch on this one. We've got Unmasked Studio. Uh, go check him out on Instagram, Unmasked Studio, no S, on Instagram. He makes boutique cosplays. This is, I'm talking like Hollywood-level stuff. Uh, he puts a lot of work in each one of his pieces, they're extremely detailed. Even if you're a thick boy like one of us, he's going to give you abs. It's going to look great. I'm talking like, go and look at like what we were talking about this movie the other day, The Phantom with Billy Zane, how he yes. had like the padded suit with the built-in muscles and everything. Uh-huh. Think about that, but looks cooler because you're not purple. Although, now I'm thinking, I wonder if he'd make me a, uh, a Phantom cosplay. That would be a good cosplay. That would be you know really what? cool. You know, you never see a Phantom it's cosplay. Very, yeah, it's very niche. Very, very. And that was, yeah. that was the one that really started it all for superhero movies. I think that came out before Batman did. Yeah, I think it was. I'm pretty sure. I, I think it was before the uh, 89 Batman. Uh, was it? I have to check that out. Yeah, definitely. It's a shame, like... I was thinking earlier today it'd be cool to get my dad on the podcast just because you know he's a nerd from way back. He he would know. Yes, because yeah. he was there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, second small second way to sponsor us. Our uh, sponsor us. Second way to support the podcast. Strike Force Energy. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Get your caffeine on. Uh, what is Strike Force Energy? It is a veteran-owned supplement company. They come in little ten-ounce packets of little of a fluid. It is not a powder like Crystal Light, but it comes in the same size packet. You pour it in whatever you're drinking, whether that's water, Gatorade, vodka, whatever, and you're going to get a 770 milligrams worth of caffeine. Uh, they come in four different flavors. As of now, they are making more flavors. That's grape, orange, original, which kind of tastes like Red Bull, and lemon. So sky's the limit as far as what you can do to actually make your concoction delicious and caffeinate the hell out of you. I want to add something to that. Okay. Um, you know how sometimes you drink an energy drink, you the 16-ounce can, it's fizzy, it's yeah. bubbly, and if you've had a long day, you might have 
one or two of them, mm-hmm. and you feel kind of bloated. Yes. You, it doesn't give you the strike force doesn't give you that bloated feeling unless you put it in a bang. Which if I you put done. it in a bang, yeah, you're gonna. I have done that before. Yeah, but you're gonna be too wired to even think about bloat. You hear colors. It yeah, exactly. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. If you are a medical yeah. professional listening to this podcast, don't come after me. <laughs> if you're mixing strike force with water, it's. I mean, it's most still mostly water. Yes. And you still get the caffeinated, you know, punch out of it. That's one of the cool things about it is it actually forces you to hydrate. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So use promo code Atlas Strength at checkout. You're going to save twenty percent. We're going to get a little kickback from that. It's going to help support the podcast. We can uh, we can afford to get some cooler stuff. Get y'all better quality out there. Um, actually, what I usually do with my Strike Force, mm-hmm. uh, so I use it two times a day usually. I'll put a couple of pumps from the pump bottle because they do sell seven hundred and fifty milliliter pump bottles. Put a couple pumps of that into uh, like a body armor or something or my kombucha in the morning. Yeah. Just kind of get me going because I wake up at 5 a.m. most days. And what I've also started doing is I will mix my Go Hard Labs pre-workout into a body armor for better taste. And I'll put a pump of Strike Force in it. Wow. It is delicious. Kaboom. Yes. And talk about PR City. It's like the only thing that's going to hold you back is your anus at that point. We talked about that on last week's episode. <laughs> yes, we did. If you want to learn how to keep your anus intact, uh, go listen to last week's episode. It was a really good one with Dr. William Mills. We talked for two hours, and it was just gold the whole time. Uh, speaking of that, if you watch us on YouTube, you might have noticed that we didn't put out a video for that yet. The file is so damn large that I can't get it from my recording device to my editing software so I, I'm trying to troubleshoot that issue. So as soon as I troubleshoot that issue and get it on there, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you all that uh, video. What's probably gonna do is I'm probably going to release it in uh, different spurts. Like we'll just have a video where we just talk about butt plugs for five minutes. There you go. Yep. If you want to know what we're talking about, go back and listen to last week's episode. <laughs> yes. All right. So our final sponsor and our most recent sponsors, Impact Mouth Guards. Uh, Tyler, you want to tell us a little bit about Impact Mouth Guards? Sure. Impact Mouth Guards is uh, you know family owned company. Uh, great customer service, even greater product. Look, man, if you do combat sports like MMA, karate, kickboxing, regular BDSM. boxing. What's that? What? What? Keep going. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, if, you're, if, if you're into contact sports like football, you know, wear them on basketball court, uh, hockey, any, uh, these guys, that's where they got their start with, uh, you know, putting together a mouth guard that's affordable, but as good as the custom kits that they would buy, they would pay hundreds of dollars for at a dental office. Mm -hmm. They came up with a solution, a cost efficient solution and really good. Um, And they just recently got into the strength world with their power lift mouth guard. And I've been using it, since they were beta testing it, and I haven't, I haven't had a single problem with it. It's fantastic. I'd say your smile actually has gotten better since you started. Wearing wow, masks. thanks, 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 thanks to Impact Mouthguard. Sure, yeah, definitely. yeah. yeah. Like, by, by Impact Mouthguard, it'll make you prettier. Yeah, there you go. Um, I know uh, Jack came through here a couple weeks ago, and on his way to. He's just kind of taking a tour of certain gyms and mm-hmm. events and things like that. I uh, know that they're going to be at uh, USS Nationals coming up mm-hmm. in June. They've been sponsoring all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Actually, remind me to reach out to him about Rougarou. 
Okay. Yeah. Because I'd really love for them to sponsor Rougarou. Absolutely. Yeah, they were nice enough to, uh, you know, in our first Rougarou, they were nice enough to send a few kits for, mm-hmm. you know, outstanding performances. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we hooked, we hooked those up with the best, uh, best male and female athletes that day. And the state record holder for Axel Clean and Press. Yep, that's yeah. right. That is right. So, yeah, that's how you can support us. Um, use promo code ATLASSTRENGTH at checkout, impactmouthguards.com. You can also check the link in our bio, and it'll take you to their website. And that goes for all of our sponsors. So you can go and check them out with the link in our bio on Instagram. Go uh, check our OnlyFans. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I started one of you sleeping. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, boy. Mm. Chelsea, know about this? <laughs> Who do you think was holding the camera? <laughs> Uh, anyway, surprised you didn't wake up. Sure woke me up. Hmm. All right, so <laughs> you want to talk about Wandavision? Wandavision? Uh, not Wandavision? Nah, we're yeah, not gonna do that yeah, anymore. We're, we're, we're done with Wandavision. Uh, that ship has sailed. Falcon and Winter Soldier, episode three. You got a chance to watch it? Yes, I actually watched it on the way here from North Louisiana. Okay, cool. Slapped cool. in the old earbuds and held my phone in front of me and and took it all in. Yeah. Yep. You're like you drive Chelsea out of work. Yeah. Pretty much. That that's yeah, that's kinda how it was. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Uh first impressions, what'd you think of the episode? Um, I liked it. Um interesting uh turn of events with, you know, closing last week's episode. We get this glimpse of uh old Zemo sitting in the uh sitting in the in the in the cell and then we find out that uh they need Zemo's help. Yep. So let's back up a little bit. Sure. So it opens up with this kind of feel-good commercial with the um, with the Global Repa- uh, Repatriotism Council. Yes. The, uh, the GPC. And this is the organization that is responsible for taking all the refugees that came back after the blip and reintegrating them into society. Uh, we know from this commercial that some of the borders have changed. We know that... Um, Really, we know a lot has changed in the last five years that we don't really know about. We are completely in the dark about the politics of the MCU at this point, uh, which is kind of why the Flag Smashers think things were better before before everybody came back. So they're trying to get back to that. And is it just me or are the Flag Smashers really being painted in a positive light with this? At this point, yes. Yes. Do you think that's going to continue? So I'm definitely getting a scroll vibe from them. Not that they are scrolls, but that we thought the scrolls were going to be the bad guys. Yeah. Um, find out something completely different. You know, for a certain amount of events in this next, this latest episode, kind of makes you feel for them a little bit. Definitely, uh, definitely. There is at least one case, yes. Yes. So one of the first things that we see is after this uh, commercial for the Global Repatriants uh, Council, we see one of their police vans pull up, and Captain America and Battlestar jump out of it. And Captain America is doing is far from protecting the weak and the innocent in this episode. He actually uh, he actually tells one of the local police not to give these dudes time to breathe, uh, which is kind of a it's a big thing to say if you kind of pay attention to global events over the last few years. So yeah, all this yeah. goodwill they built up for Johnny uh, John Walker in the last couple of episodes, I think it's safe to say that that's starting to go away a little bit because he definitely is not the uh, 
he's not the guy that uh, that Steve Rogers was. No. Like uh, in fact, one of the things they uh they they kind of point out a little bit uh kind of offhandedly. If you notice, the dude he's talking to uh, speak to him in German, and John Walker doesn't speak German. He's got to get a translator in. He can't even talk to the guy with enough respect to get him to speak English to him, which we find out he does speak English. They've shown us that both Sam and uh, and uh, Bucky Barnes are both multilingual. Yes. Like, they've pointed that out several yep. times throughout this series. Uh, so it's pretty obvious that, uh, that John Walker, he is not – he's not a champion of the people. He's just champion of uh, – of just one group of people. And I think that's the point they're trying to hammer home with them. Oh, so after that, we, uh, we cut to, we cut to Bucky and Sam, uh, Sam, or Bucky goes in, he's talking to Baron Zemo. Zemo is trying to reactivate his winter soldier program and just see if he could. <laughs> and you hear the scream from the Captain America winter soldier. They'd always play in the background of, of his scenes it starts to rev up and then it quickly dies down again. You find and you see that Bucky does have everything under control. They talk for a little bit. They decide that yes, he needs his help, and then they do the whole like Ocean's Eleven kind of a thing, where uh, they do. Uh, I think it's I think the um, the 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 it's not literary devices in the word I'm looking for, but the device they use is heist in progress, where they go and they talk about this hypothetical heist that's going on. Yeah. While you actually view the heist going on, and that's when you find out that uh, that Bucky did actually help break Zemo out, and now it's the three of them with this very interesting dynamic. You find out Zemo is rich, which he was in the comics, so that does make sense. I was really hoping to see the Red Skull's car in his garage. That would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been. But we didn't get to see that. Uh, instead, we see a lot of other really badass cars. Uh, I also uh, get the impression, which I don't know if you know this about Zemo from the comics, but he was a white supremacist. You know, I didn't know that, but I kind of kind of get that feeling from the guy that played Zemo. Mm-hmm. Also played a Nazi in Inglorious Bastards. Did he? And yes. Okay. You've seen that movie, right? Yeah, I've seen that movie. Okay. I just don't remember his yeah. character. He was the. Uh, he was the. I can't. I, I can't. I'm not recalling the guy's the character's name, but he was the Nazi war hero that they made the movie for. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. He played in his. You know, he played. He was. He was the actor in the movie and everything. Mm-hmm. But yes, he was one of the. Uh, he was. He was one of the Nazi soldiers in Inglorious Bastards, yes. So, yeah. so it, it's fitting. So in the comic, the Baron Zemo that we actually uh, that we see was the son of a Baron Zemo that worked with Hydra during mm. during uh, the period of Nazi Germany. Right. So he was one of the Red Skull's people. Uh, so we kind of see a little bit about that in in the comics. I can't decide if they're trying to play up that character or if they're trying to get away uh, get away from it a little bit. But he he kind of strikes me as like the racist that doesn't know he's racist. Yeah, I I get that I get that vibe from him. Um, I don't know if that's what they're going for, but that's the vibe that I get from his character so far. Um, yeah, that was kind of uh, you know, put on display when they were on the plane talking about Marvin Gaye. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. which it's kind of weird that Bucky Barnes doesn't like Marvin Gaye. What's 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 wrong with you, Bucky? Yeah, what's not to like? Yeah, the guy was—he—he's a musical legend. He is. So, where was I? 
Um, we were talking about the high, the where we left off. We were talking about the hypothetical, uh, the hypothetical breakout, and then poof. Yes. So, um, so let's go ahead and we'll we'll jump to this uh, to the scene that we saw with the flag smashers, where uh, where she goes. What what is the main character from the flag smashers name? I can, oh, never, I can goodness. never remember her name. Um, and I'll have it down over the next episode or two. Um, you know what? I, for because I can't remember right now. We're, I'm I'm going to call her Emphis Nest from from Solo. Yes, yes. I'll call her Emphis Nest. Okay. So she goes and talks to kind of the benefactor, the founder of their organization, while mm-hmm. she's on her deathbed. So they got a pretty big name to uh, to play her character, which kind of led us to all to believe that she was going to play a much larger part. She dies right there in, during that episode. Yeah. So I did some research into this, and I found out there were apparently a lot of reshoots. Okay. I think that there was a plot that was going to be going on in the background of the Winter Soldier that they just completely got rid of. Uh. If you remember, one of the things they stole were vaccines. Okay. I have a feeling that all these reshoots were due to some kind of government plot to create a virus to kill off a large portion of the population, and they just decided that hit a little too close to home with everything <laughs> that was going on. So we wound up with a lot of reshoots. And if you look, there's a lot of weird edits that happen. Like, uh, like one, it happened twice in this episode. It happened with the scientist that we meet later on that's, uh, that developed the serum. Yeah. Where they cut away from him and then you hear his voice. Mm-hmm. And like the audio kind of changes a little bit. With with what he's talking about, what he's creating, yeah, and you see it again with Sharon uh, with Sharon Carter, which yes, if you haven't, you've watched this episode. If you're listening to us, you know what's going on. <laughs> Otherwise, you you turned us off at the very beginning, right? And you're waiting for us to talk about strongman stuff. Um, Sharon Carter, when she got up and she when they mentioned the scientist's name, she got up, walks off camera, and you hear him say she wor- or he works for the uh, the power broker. Mm-hmm. Both of those edits kind of lead me to believe that there was this plot, there was a subplot that was going to be going on that was going to be painting the Flag Smashers in a much more positive light than they are. Right. And they kind of had to uh, to rethink their uh, their entire storyline due to uh, COVID-19 and it just hitting a little too close to home. Well, you know, there were, in the original Spider- Spider-Man movie, the, uh, the Tobey Maguire. Uh, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Yeah, with the, with the they had to do Yeah, they had yep. to do reshoots because of the Twin Towers, yes. Yep. Yep. It's so weird when you go back and you watch video uh, movies that took place in New York before 2001. Yeah. And you see the Twin Towers there. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's surreal. Like, they did that with uh with X-Men. Yeah. I remember, right? You saw the Twin Towers in the yeah. background a lot. Yep. Uh, talk about changing that skyline forever, but that's not what this is about. Nope. Uh so yeah, so they go they go to this uh, this fictional country in uh, in Marvel Comics, magical, and I kind of very much got an uh, an East Egg West Egg feel with it, like the uh, the good part of town and the bad part of yeah. town. Yeah, um, they go to this club trying to find information, and they want they wind up getting found out, and that's when Sharon Carter shows up, saves their ass, and <sighs> talk about got a bad lot. Yeah, like everybody else, they're able to actually live their lives post uh, post blip. Yeah, and Sharon Carter is still out there, you know, part of the uh, part of the underground, right on the run, 
Like you'd think at some point Steve would have done something about his niece. You would think so. Yeah, that's kind of, I, I really don't like that thread they're pulling, but I have a feeling she's going to play a much larger role in the next three episodes. We only got three episodes left. <sighs> so this is going to pick up really quickly. Yeah. So this one, the runtime on this one was a lot longer too. It was. Yeah. I actually had to watch it twice twice through. I tried to watch it after we did Strongman Saturday. Yeah. And I, I passed out like midway through because I was just so. Not a long day Saturday out. though, right? It was a very yeah. long day. Yeah. Uh, we had our we had a first ever clinic with Moss Wrestling. Yeah. Um, there were still people here training at like three o'clock. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. It, it was definitely a long day. We had like 20, 30 people in here. Good. Good. Yep. Yeah, you have right. to come to the next clinic. I know. But granite. And Chip, if you're listening to this, we kind of asked up by uh, by picking a you know Easter weekend. I don't know. <laughs> what, I don't know what we were thinking. We didn't look at a calendar beforehand. Uh, so yeah, we're definitely going to have to not plan it around or yeah, plan it to be not on a holiday weekend next time. It's okay. There will be more things. There will definitely be more things. Uh, also, I don't know if you saw the uh, the comment on Instagram, but uh, Arkansas Strength Expo actually saw the videos. And they reached out about bringing us on for to for Moss Wrestling. Really? So I don't know what's going to be coming to that because I don't feel like we're the people to uh, to hold Moss Wrestling tournament. Uh, but I tagged Chip in the post, and uh, he wants more information about. Okay, it. cool. Yeah, so that'll definitely be cool. I don't know if I ever want to compete in that show again, but I definitely like a presence there. Uh, that's a conversation for another day. Yes, <laughs> I don't think anybody involved in that is probably listening to our podcast. But anyway, whatever. DM us, and we'll and we'll tell you all about it. Yeah, it's spicy. Very spicy. Uh, so Sharon tell uh, tells them where they can find the guy they're looking for because they're looking for the guy. The whole reason they went to Madrigal and broke Zemo out is they are trying to find the source of the new super soldier serum that's coming out. And that leads them to this scientist that you worked with Hydra and he got a job with the CIA, which is interesting because earlier uh, John Walker said that his contacts at the CIA couldn't give him any leads. And we find out this guy used to work with the CIA. Yeah. So the CIA is also keeping John Walker in the dark. They they don't want him to know their involvement of this. Yeah. Which is, it's pretty damn interesting to me. So we find the scientists, they pump him for information, they figure out what they want to know, and then Zemo shoots the guy in the face. Yeah, Zemo yeah. strike gangster. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he has some really cool moments in that. Yes, he did. Uh so afterwards, they he shoots him in the face. They wind up starting a fire. They're trying to escape. Meanwhile, Sharon Carter's outside going John Wick on all these people. They're trying to get in. They get out. Place is on fire. Uh, Bucky and Sam are pinned down. And they're having like this argument about like, you know, you went right. You were supposed to go left. Something like that. They obviously do not work very well together yet. They don't have that chemistry. They're still, I'm, and I'm going to say it every week, they're, they're, very buddy cop. Yes, yes. They are definitely giving a, um, a Lethal Weapon 4 vibe. Yes. But, uh, so while this is going on, they pan to this really cool shot that reminded me of uh, In the Dark Knight, where you see the Joker holding his clown mask before he gets on the car to rob the uh-huh. bank. Yeah. It very much reminded me of that. You see Zemo walking with, his, with a gun in one hand and his mask in another that he picked up out of his car. And he looks... Almost identical to his outfit in the costume with the purple mask, the coat with the fur lining. He puts that on, and it's full on. It reminded me of the scene where Boba Fett shows up and whoops all the stormtroopers' yes. ass with a stick. Yes, he just, like, went just crazy. 
just cut through them all like butter. He starts off by by double tapping a damn. Uh, it was obviously a a uh, flammable pressure high pressure line. What I loved was we saw the Baron Zemo from the comics. The Baron Zemo we got in Civil War wasn't that, and I was disappointed in his character. You know, he was kind of a behind-the-scenes, pulling-the-strings, puppet master kind yeah. of character. In the comics, this dude could go toe-to-toe with Captain America. Yeah. And that's kind of more what we saw with this Baron right. Zemo. Right, yeah, yeah, it was... We it, saw somebody who was just straight up was willing to get his own hands dirty to get uh, to get things done. Uh, yeah, he, he wasn't scared at all. No, he wasn't kind of the Weasley, you know, manipulator that we saw in... Uh, in uh when in Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Which I really need to rewatch. I haven't watched that one in years. Yep. Need, Same here. Need to rewatch Winter Soldier too. So after all this, they're like, You're going to jail. You know, we can't we can't let's let you have back. Uh Bucky talks him down, is like, no, we still need him. And then they move on to they move on to the next piece of the puzzle. Which I'm completely brain farting. Where did they go after that? Oh, um. Like, who were they going to talk to? Damn. I just watched it, like, not even three hours ago, and I'm drawing a blank on it. Um. So the reason why we are drawing a blank on it is because the very next step is such a big step that it completely draws your attention away from that. And I know what you're leading to, and yes, yes, it does. So they get to where they're going. Bucky says, I'm going to go take a walk real quick. Sam's like, you good? He's like, yeah, I just need to clear my head. I'll catch up with y'all. Which was surprising because he was so willing to let Sam just be alone with Zemo. That seemed kind of weird to me. But after they go inside, he finds one of those little little, uh, beads that the... um, why can't I not get words out of my head right now? I know it's not the whiskey. We haven't had enough whiskey. No, yet. it's not. It's just, it's been a long weekend. It's yes. It's been a long holiday weekend. So, the country. Wakanda. Wakanda. I couldn't get that name out of my head. I couldn't pull it out of my brain mind. Don't you know? Forever. Yes, I know Wakanda. Okay. All right. So, they find one of the Wakanda beans beans beads and it's the second in command of their army is there in an alley and she's there for baron zemo which i was actually thinking on the ride over here had chadwick bosman not died we could have gotten t'challa yeah but rest in peace here we rest are. in peace yes my god he was so good at everything he, he did. was everything he was and from what i hear he was just an amazing person to be around Mm-mm-mm. He played Jackie Robinson. He played T'Challa. He played. Uh, I know he played Jackie Robinson. Yes, he did. And it was what an amazing movie. What an amazing movie. Was if the movie never, actually called Jackie Robinson? No, it was or? called 42. 42. Okay. Yes. It was yes. on Netflix or anything? I'm sure it's on a streaming service somewhere because if you come across it, he plays. He's, it's him, Harrison Ford's in it, mm-hmm. 
I know you're familiar with Alan Tudyk. Mm-hmm. He's in it. Um, Lucas Black, which anybody with a southern accent, he plays anybody with a southern accent mm-hmm. in a movie. Um, there's there's a few other bigger names in that movie, but it tells the story of Jackie Robinson, and it does a really good job. He does he did amazing. So, question: Do you ever watch the Highlander TV show? Never watched the TV show. I did watch the movie though. In the TV show with Adrian Paul playing Duncan McLeod rather than Connor McLeod, which is one of Connor McLeod's students. Okay. You find out that in that or in the in the uh, continuity oh. of Highlander, Jackie Robinson was an immortal. That's awesome. It was like the episode was so good. Like he started out as a slave. He earned his fr- or he won his freedom. Went on to play for the uh, for Major League Baseball. And I don't remember what he was up to these days in it, but it was a very cool episode. I like the I like the idea of an immortal Jackie Robinson. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was really cool. Anyway, let's reel it back into uh, the episode. So that's where the episode ends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, were some things, were there anything you wanted to add to it? Uh, not really. I, you know, I, it was a very enjoyable episode, even though it was, no, I'm not going to say even though I'm glad that it would, it had like an hour runtime. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, that's one thing that I really like about this series versus WandaVision. WandaVision, the runtimes were so damn short. They were. And like every episode left you wanting so much more. Yeah. Even the, even the final episode. Yes. Yes. Especially the final episode. Just want more of that suit. Yes. Mm. Mm. You. <sighs> anyway. Yep. Yeah. So you got anything else to add for it? Nah. I think we're good. We covered everything pretty well. Um, if anybody out there listening or watching has anything they want to add or want us to, uh, you know, bring back up in housekeeping next week. Yeah, shoot us a message. Um, tell us what you think is going to happen going forward. Definitely. I want to hear your fan theories. I want to hear what what is the Mephisto-level theory for this series. Because I, in all the message boards, all the Facebook groups, nobody has had like a Mephisto-level theory. No, we haven't. Like have we haven't. I, I, I don't know if they're all just gun-shy because they felt so let down after WandaVision, <laughs> that really expensive dick joke. Come on, shoot your shot, guys. I want to hear what you got. Definitely, definitely. I also want to hear what you think about my idea that uh, that they had this subplot going that was going to be way too close to COVID-19 and they had to do a bunch of rewrites afterwards. Because these edits are just weird. Like, pay they attention are. this next episode to the audio levels on some of these uh, these characters that they run into. Like it does, it just you can definitely tell some of this was filmed was uh, recorded in a sound booth. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, yeah. Um, as far as talking to Winter Soldier, um, yeah, good solid episode. Plenty of uh, plenty of groundwork laid mm-hmm. for the next, you know, the upcoming episodes. Um, what do you think is going to happen, man? Ooh, I don't know. Um. I'm trying to get still good a get a good read on Zemo right now. He's gonna betray them. I oh, that was one thing I was gonna point out. 
when everything was burning down in the uh, in the lab, we saw even though the guy said that all of his vials were stolen, we saw some damn vials. Yes, yes, we did. I think one of those vials is in Zemo's pocket. Very well, could be. You got a lot of people going after this uh, super soldier serum mm-hmm. and wanting to know answers about it. Um, I, I definitely think that what's what's going to wind up happening. I'm I'm just going to go ahead and call it right now because my ADD just. Just wrote this entire plot in like Let's last, hear it. like few seconds. Zemo got a vial. He's going to give himself the super soldier serum. He's going to completely whoop John Walker's ass. Like to the point where the dude almost dies. Well, at this point... We're going to see... I like Zemo more than I do John Walker. I so think we all go. like Zemo more than John Walker <laughs> at this point. We're going to see Sam. We're going to see Sam and Bucky pick up the shield. Go up against that dude, and uh, the Flag Smashers are going to wind up helping. Like, Zemo is going to somehow get involved with the Flag Smashers, push everything a little too far. They're going to try to reel things back in. Yeah. And the Flag Smashers are going to wind up being good guys. Right. I also think for the final battle, Sam's going to have to give himself a super soldier serum. (sighs) I think he's going to wind up becoming a super soldier himself. And what's that going to make him, with or without the shield? What do you mean? Uh, I, do you think he's we, going to wind up with the shield? Uh, at the end yeah, of the he's going to end up with the shield. So, yeah, it's like what we wind up with in the comics was you know a Captain America that had wings and a shield. Which it's going to look really cool. It's, it's going to be pretty damn awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, um, I guess you know. Unintended. That puts a cap on mm-hmm. what we just covered on Doctor and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I, I went there. Anyway, um, speaking of things that made me want to drink, how'd you like that 1792? That was good, man. Had you ever had it before? No, never have. It's one of my favorite whiskeys. Nice and smooth. Yep. Had a good smell to it. Uh, hits the palate real good. Have you yeah. ever seen Lauren drink whiskey? What? Have you ever seen Lauren drink whiskey? I think I have. It is hilarious. If I remember right, I think she. Uh, she didn't respond well to it. No, that girl cannot handle alcohol at all. But uh, yeah, um, I'm throwing a curveball here. Uh, Why is he going nuts right I now? I have no idea. There's nothing going on. He's tired. I don't get. I it. think we're all tired. Anyway, um, something we're probably not going to cover on this podcast, but I've been watching two episodes in. Uh, Disney Plus has now uh, started dropping episodes for the Mighty Ducks series. I mean, if you want to cover that, we can. I can catch up. You know what? Let's finish. Let's let's finish Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and that that can be content down the road. Plus, we I, I also have to find time this week. I have homework to do on uh, watching Godzilla versus Kong. Definitely. Um, Go see it. I saw it. It was awesome. Um, do you get Cameron anytime soon? When do you get Cameron again? Uh, it's gonna be a couple of weeks from now. Maybe a couple of weeks from now. Yeah. If it's still in theaters, take me to see it in theaters. Okay. If not, I have it at the house. It is definitely worth seeing it yeah. in theaters. And I'm right down the ro- uh, road from uh, AMC 16, so, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, we got Godzilla versus Kong. I've got to find time to watch that. I will. Um, finally, this past week, finished up the Snyder Cut. Yes. I'm looking forward to talking about that. That's gonna. I feel like that's going to be like a two-parter. Definitely, definitely. That's um, a lot of content to cover. 
It is. It definitely is a lot of content to cover. Um, that is not going to be a this episode. <laughs> uh, so right now it is nine twenty two. This thing still has to be edited and published. Okay. You got anything else you want to talk about, or you want to take it home? Uh, let's take it home, man. We uh we 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 shoved a lot of stuff in a uh, a small amount of time. Definitely, definitely. And I'm honestly just glad that we we got, were able to find time to record. Right, man. Easter. Yeah. Uh, I was actually pretty surprised we were able to do this. Well, there's a will, there's a way. We made it happen. Uh, so, again, if you want to support the podcast, you can do that in several ways. You can go to uh, strikeforceenergy.com. Use promo code ATLASSTRENGTH at checkout. That's going to help you stay awake and energized. That's going to help us to actually keep this thing rolling. You can also go to Unmasked Studio on Instagram. Go tag us in your favorite cosplay that he makes. Go like it. Go like his stuff. Go follow his stuff. Go save his stuff. Help that dude get shown by all the algorithms. Hell, if you got the extra coin, you got a con coming up, buy a cosplay. Cons are starting. Cons are starting to announce, uh, uh, you know, dates and stuff again. So they are. Get ready, guys. I, I promise you. You get this guy's cosplay. Everybody's gonna. Everybody is going to turn their head and look at you. You are going to have one of the best cosplays that are out there. I promise you. How about one hundred percent? How about this? We'll do a Q and A, like like, like uh, Instagram story question thing. Mm-hmm. Let's throw it on there and see what the listeners want him to make. Which like it? Which one would they just absolutely love to see him make? Okay. Yeah. All right, we can do that. Uh, another way to support us: Impact Mouthguards. Impact Mouthguards. Use promo code Atlas Strength at checkout. Save you ten percent on a mouthguard. Help protect your toothuses. Yes. All three of them. How many teeth do most people have? Uh, I think it depends on the state. On the state? Yeah. All right. In the state of Louisiana, what do you think the average amount of teeth people have are? Imagine the closer you get to Denim Springs, the lower it gets. Ooh, yes. And we just <laughs> lost all of our Denim Springs <laughs> listeners. Sorry, Livingston Parish. Not sorry. Uh, it's okay. They, uh, they all pawned their phone for meth. Uh, so they aren't listening anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Damn. Yeah, okay. we went there. All right, another way you can support us, and this is probably the most direct way you can support us right now. If you are in the Baton Rouge area, if you are within a three, four, five-hour drive of us, if you want to make the drive and compete in the strongman competition, October 30th, we are having the second annual Rougarou Classic. If you're listening to this podcast on Monday, by the time you go to bed Monday night, I will have the actual events. Well, the events are up, but I'll have the, the weight breakdowns. Yes. I'll break the weight breakdowns done, and I'm going to have the actual. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, it starts with a C. Um, USS. They do what with the show? They what's the word I'm sanction? For? sanction 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 starts with an S, not a C. <laughs> uh, there's a C in it. Uh, the sanctioning fee will be paid. It will be up on USS's website, and the uh, and the weight breakdown will be done. So go to the Facebook page. Go like and follow us on Instagram. Go like and follow us on Facebook. Get all the information you can about that. We want you to compete in the second annual Rougarou Classic. It's going to be October 30th here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, at the Atlas Strength Shop. We're going to have a place decorated for Halloween. Uh, might even... Uh, I just had this idea. Any of our sponsors that actually have booths there, we'll supply them with candy to give out to kids. Absolutely. Do like a trick-or-treating kind of a thing. Yeah. They're trick-or-treating at Atlas. Like a trunk-or-treat, yeah. Like a what? Like a trunk-or-treat. Trunk-or-treat? What's that? White people do it. 
Okay, you're going to have to explain white people to me later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand white people. It's even too white for me. And oh, me. man. Woo. We're going to have to tone down the brightness on this camera. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Right. You got anything else to add? Uh, check out our sponsors. Thank you all for listening. That's all I have. All right. Y'all have a good one. See y'all next week. Later. <laughs>